Sarah Stark. And I'm Natalie Mills. And you are listening to The Lumpy Mother, the podcast where we show up for our kids by doing our best to show up for ourselves. <laughs> we are not experts. We're just two best friends and moms who love learning and laughing together. I have four kids, an eight-year-old daughter and three sons who are eight, six, and two years old. And I have two kids. I have a three-year-old daughter and a one-year-old son. So if you want to know that you're not the only parent who has faked illness in order to have some alone time. <laughs> May have done that this Shh, week, actually. My secrets. <laughs> I, I think I, I don't fake the whole illness. I might. Exaggerate. I hope doesn't listen to this one. Exaggerate. <laughs> well, then uh <laughs> You've come to the right space. Doesn't fit so well. No, right? not after we talk <laughs> about okay. it. But that's okay. That's okay. So, um, as you might remember from our last few episodes, we're definitely changing things up a little bit for the summer, and maybe longer. We'll kind of see how it goes. Yeah, I'm personally really enjoying it. We're, I am too. We've shortened it a bit and focusing on just like one subject each each time. And yes. um, yeah, the brevity has helped me too. I think mm-hmm. it's just like it's just nice. It's just fun, and then. Yeah. And hopefully it's it's working for all you listeners out there too. Yeah. Um but yeah. if yeah, if you are enjoying it this in this format or if you miss the previous format, please just make sure that you let us know. We definitely want to hear from you whether it's a fact based on what we're talking about today, whatever it is. Um email us at lumpymotherpodcast@gmail.com. at gmail.com. Yes. All right. So today we have a listener email. And I just want to start by saying this email meant the world to me. It's regarding when I talked about stay at home mom depression. Mm -hmm. And it was very difficult for me to talk about it. But I felt like it was something important. And I'm so glad I did. And this email um, is from Amy. And it really I choked up reading it. So it says, hi, ladies, I was a week behind and just listened to your 24th episode, Depression of the Stay-at-Home Mom Variety. I wanted to say thank you wholeheartedly. You ladies are absolute rock stars at knowing just when to be funny as well as hit home with the big, important messages that most people don't want to talk about. I was a stay-at-home mom for the first four years of my son's life, and they were by far the hardest years of my life. Mm -hmm. While I wouldn't trade those memorable days, months, years for anything, I can honestly say that I was certainly not my best me. Hearing Sarah's words so bravely spoken, I'm going to (laughs) cry, thank you, were a great reminder that not everyone that you see with a smile or who appears to be happy and outgoing are truly just that. We never know what's going on behind that mirage. Yes. Mm -hmm. Thank you for sharing your story. I know that your words will fill others and hopefully help them to know they are not alone, that they are not just a stay-at-home parent, but a warrior. Yes. Yes. Um, Thank you for both being... (laughs) Warriors, and for your awesome podcast each week, you are appreciated. Thank you, Amy. Thank you so much. And I feel like this exact reason is why we started this podcast, because we wanted to, yeah, we want to talk about some of the funny things that happen and be able to laugh together, but also talk through some of the 
things that are so hard and that maybe we're not mm-hmm. talking about regularly. And so I'm just, again, and I said this when we had this count during episode 24, but I'm so proud of you because I know that that was really hard to have that conversation. But I am so proud of you for doing it. You are so like, even in the middle of just everything that's going on, you have the ability to be self-aware in a way that I think is really difficult, but then also to like evaluate what's happening. And it just... It just proves how emotionally intelligent you are, you know, so I think that I I loved getting this email meant the world to us, Amy. It was really it was a big deal. Yeah. Yeah, it was really special. Thank you so much. Do you have any rewinds? Yay. I don't think that I do at all. I didn't I didn't think of any of them. So I don't think I have any rewinds. What about you? Any fun updates? <laughs> Any well, funny stories? Well, I have my topic today is kind of a funny story, and I have a oh, really I fun kind of update announcement for our life um, that will be coming probably <gasps> next episode. I think we'll be talking about oh, it. Oh, okay. Teaser. Yeah. So um, I'm really excited about that, but I'm going to save that for another week. But um, yeah, no, I, I do. My thing today is kind of a funny story. But oh, I'll, cool. so I'll save I that. Well, it's going to be so good. But I will say, my okay. I think my big announcement is that I'm recording. This is a really big deal for us. I am recording <gasps> oh, yes. at our library today. Our library, who, if I've not, I'm. If you've listened, you've definitely heard me talk about our library before because I am such a fan of it. We yes. use it for everything. Um, but they just opened up this incredible space with all of these like maker space areas for the cricket. They have sewing machines. They have 3D printers. They have woodworking things, jewelry stuff. It's incredible. But one of the wow. spaces they what a resource. Yes, for real. One of the um, resources they opened up is an audio recording room. And so I'll take some pictures so that we can post them to our social media. Yes. But it's like the most professional setup. I feel like a um, it just I'm so much more comfortable not in my closet which is really yes. small and hot Looking in the summer you, it feels so professional <laughs> and amazing it really does it feels awesome so we'll post some pictures it looks like but... we know what we're doing <laughs> yes i love that the contrast does <laughs> I love... there's, an, there's an old uh yeah. kid crib mattress behind me that's like ripped up but it helps with the sound quality so. i was just gonna <laughs> yeah. say that too like i love that the difference right now is me and the like the super expensive <laughs> space and you're you have the old crib mattress it makes me so yeah, happy I'm surrounded by my dirty laundry literally <laughs> hey that was me the rest of the time so um yeah yeah anyways but yeah okay tell it's me perfect. tell me what your um rewind so i is. have one rewind and one kind of um random update from my life yeah. okay <laughs> so something interesting i learned recently about why kids are obsessed with wanting to go first oh okay I, have, I remember you oh, talking about yes. this and this kind of blew my mind because sometimes when I learn about the like child development and demotivation under underlying behavior, I'm like, oh, my gosh, that is so intense. Mm-hmm. Like, like these kids are like feeling intense things. Yeah. Um, but well, it often happens a lot with siblings and it's like a competitive thing. Mm-hmm. And it's because um, going first and, and this makes sense is like getting first place. Oh. To them, and any other place besides first place 
is worthless. Hmm. Only first place matters. Wow. And so like their sense of worth is tied up in it. And it's so interesting that to me. And is... it's kind of heartbreaking. Oh, I remember where it was from. It was Dr. Becky at Good Insights podcast. <gasps> yes. There you go. Because she did one on siblings. All right. She has a podcast with everybody. It was also interesting because she was talking about, I didn't realize for some reason, maybe it's the youngest, that I didn't really feel in competition with my brothers. Mm-hmm. Oh. <laughs> or maybe it's because I'm the favorite. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, I but Or maybe because I'm the only girl. I, I don't know. Or there's enough of an age gap. But uh, a big deal between siblings, evolutionarily speaking, or, you know, is or survival speaking, is mm-hmm. competition. Mm-hmm. And like... Yeah. Like that's a like they compete well, with their siblings being, to get the resource of the parents' attention. Yes, being first is definitely a thing in our house, and I talked about that before. Uh, and then I have a random update. Okay, so Evie's three, and I feel like we've reached this point where she's at this really great place. Like the past few weeks, knock on wood, and um, yeah, she's been doing a great job, like managing her emotions and letting them out in healthier ways, and. Um, she's had way less meltdowns. It's been so much easier going places. And I'm like, looking forward, we're going to this new park tomorrow. I'm so excited to go with her because it won't be terrible most of the time. It'll actually be really fun. Yeah. You know, and I know, and it it won't be massive meltdowns Mm -hmm. and it's amazing. It's like, it's like this liberation point. It almost feels like for our family. Yeah. It's so huge. And here's the thing. This is why motherhood is so complicated and hard. (laughs) Why am I feeling bad about this? Because she's been doing so great. And then I immediately feel bad. And I'm I'm like to my husband, um, I'm like, I feel like I broke her. Like, like she was a horse and I like broke her spirit. What are you talking about, <laughs> Sarah? Know. How dare you mourn the Why loss of a difficult myself? child? I feel like you passed this just it's them really being hard is just hard. yes. And now you're like. <laughs> I feel like, oh my word, I have so many things to I know, say about this. This is why this. I'm bringing it up because it's hilarious that I'm even thinking that. Like, but that's what I want to say is, as a mom, man, oh. celebrate, Sarah. You know, like celebrate moms generally. Let's celebrate our wins. It why am I me. putting on this like? Yes. yes, it hurts me so much that you're like done something awesome. You worked so hard to get to this yeah. point, and like what one of the I first things. Yes. What if I am a, just a good mom? Like, why can't yes. I say that? And one why of do the I have first to go thing, to this exactly. place of oh, I must have broken her spirit? <laughs> yes, that's so weird. <laughs> oh, that hurts me. And so then I told Ben this, and then later my husband and later he was like, well, he was the one who brought up. Like horse breaking, he's like, "Well, she's broken now." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let's not use that term. I'm broken. Like, oh my god. <laughs> um, do you want to go first? Yeah, this week I'll go first this week. All right. Mm-hmm. So we um, every at the beginning of every summer, I make. Every, we've done this for years. We make a big giant bucket list of all of the stuff we want to yes. do, and I usually try to be really intentional about making sure that I'm putting things on there that are like free and easy because it's so easy for me to like fill it up with things that are like big trips or experiences that cost lots of money. So I'm usually mm-hmm. really good about balancing it out. But I got way over eager just in general this summer, <laughs> and, and I have I should have counted them before. 
before I came because I bet that there's probably like 70 or 80 things on this list that I wanted to, like, <laughs> as a family first do this I think I was just like so excited because things are open again. They weren't last summer. And so Charlie is old and like two summers ago, he wasn't old enough to do a lot of stuff because he was a newborn. Mm -hmm. So it just feels like this really huge deal. So I got way, I I wrote so many things down. 70 to 80 things for how many weeks? Yeah, we would have to do like 10 (laughs) things a week in order to accomplish all that. I mean, you, I'm sure you could do it if you really wanted to. Oh, but. 100. And some of them are small, like catching fireflies. So, you know, you can bundle certain experiences oh, together. So well, because it's... Your kids are going to have so much to look back on when they're adults. Though. I Even hope if you don't so. get the 70 or 80. I love Because right now they're saying things like, there's a lot of stuff we haven't done. <laughs> Well, glass half empty much, children. (laughs) So one of the things on our list that we couldn't do last year at all was um, the fair. And so I want to talk about our experience at the fair this year. (gasps) Yes. Oh, I can't wait. I love a good county fair. Not the rides because they creep me out, but the um, animals. Yeah. Especially with kids. So we live in a really rural area of the Midwest. So our fair (laughs) is pretty spectacular. I I will say that I really love our fair. It really is. Yes. And um, we have, like, for instance, we have the largest draft horse association or whatever for the 4-H. I used to show in, Belgian draft horses. Yeah, it's the largest one in the USA. Because when I was in high school, I showed just uh, normal-sized horses, <laughs> not draft horses. They <laughs> yes. called it horse and pony. The ones that won't step on your... Oh, my gosh, yes. I got stepped on. Oh, yeah, it's painful. Um, yeah. But... Um, we had the largest horse. I don't know if this is still true or not, but we had the largest horse and pony in the state of Indiana. So it was a really big deal. And it still is. So um, so we love taking the kids to the fair. They absolutely love the fair. But they love the rides, which is something I never did. I didn't ride a single ride in all of the summers that I spent at the fair because we did all the animal stuff. And I don't like roller coasters. I don't I get cars motion sickness really you easy so motion sick so yeah. we i never did rides ever growing up and my kids are all about the rides so it's this whole <laughs> new experience they don't get me wrong yeah. they love every part of it they love the animal stuff um our fairgrounds has this incredible area called pioneer land and so it's all of these <laughs> old like they have hand built cabins the first building was the log cabin but now they have a quilt barn they have a weaving barn. They have an iron, like a blacksmith. They have a, they never had this when we were younger, but now there's a whole barn dedicated to mini horses. So we sat, my new official favorite sport of all time, they had this, it was a jumping show, but it was all miniature horses. And so they would put up these little miniature jumps. And then, because you, you don't, you can ride horses that small, but the this, they don't, they just lead them. So these little kids, kids run around the arena with these just like fat fluffy ponies and half of the time the ponies refuse to jump over it so they stop completely and then they like walk in slow motion I forced my kids to sit there and watch it because we it was so fun it was so fun that's amazing but um 
That sounds wonderful. It was so adorable. They never did that for us when, like, they never had this when we were there. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so we watched the horses for a while. Charlie was, they have a petting barn every year, and there was a baby camel there this year that was really cool. So the kids, I mean, Charlie freaked out about all of the animals because he's at that perfect age, you know. Yes. Um, oh my gosh. Yes. yes. So they have, they, uh, in the, um, there's like pigeons and birds, and then they have turkeys, which are always giant and terrifying and yes. or oh, the geese yes so the scary. geese Ooh. so anyways at this point i'm literally just listing farm animals and everyone out there knows what a farm <laughs> knows what a farm animal is i don't it's just like it's so fun especially charlie like i said he's just he's two yes. he's two years old so it was all this it was amazing okay the problem is can I tell you how much cash i had to bring to the fair for our family of six oh, no oh no i took out for the six of us $200. Okay. The kids technically get into the fair for free, but it's the rides that are, we could almost go to Six Flags for the same price because, right. and, and fair food is expensive, but like we, we make everyone share an elephant ear, you know, it's like, yes, that's expensive. The rides, cause you can buy the wristbands where they can ride unlimited amount of times. All right. A wristband is $30 a kid. And I have three yeah. kids, okay? And luckily this year, well, I have four kids, but three of them did the wristbands. Yeah. But um, two years ago when we did this, uh, the boys were not tall enough to ride some rides alone. So you also have to buy an adult band. So that's four bands that you have to do. So next year, I just we're just going to think about this real quick. Charlie will be tall enough to do a lot more rides. So we'll have to get Charlie a wristband. That's four. But he will have to have an adult with him, which means that we will have to get Nick a wristband, which is five wristbands at 30 bucks a pop for them oh to do gosh. the unlimited rides. But if you don't do that, we spent $10 on tickets for Charlie so we could do a few things and he could only ride two rides for 10 bucks so it's you know we it's we like, go it's into worth, it it's yeah pay, pays for it i mean yes. what, what do they say like that it's worth it to get the bracelet and not the tickets. yes 100 percent. but it's just Whatever like that word so is for that. freaking yeah. expensive and so we kind of went into it like yeah. you will all ride rides until you puke or until it is so late that we all have to go to bed and that's what we did we stayed until 8 30 which <laughs> is really late for my kids that's usually bedtime is between yeah, 7 30 and 8 amazing. i bet they loved every second yeah let me tell you something so harrison <laughs> Harrison does not even like riding on swings, like a swing set. <laughs> so, Wait, what? No, he doesn't. He doesn't at all. He doesn't do swings, and he will sometimes do a slide, okay? Wow. <laughs> so, yeah, so he's, yeah, but Ava yeah. wants to do all, like, the big kid stuff. And so um, they the first ride I think that he got, was nervous about was, like, the swings that go in the circle, okay? Nick and I are horrible parents. I just, I'm going to preface this <laughs> with saying this. We understand that we are bad for what happened. <laughs> oh no, what happened? So we, we didn't, we did not push him onto the ride. We told him he didn't have to do it if he didn't want to, but his brother and sister were going. So he said he'd do it too. So he gets on, the ride starts. It's so slow. This is not, it don't, they don't pick you up off the ground. It just spins in a circle pretty slowly. <laughs> Harrison, it, we oh, I'm gonna laugh thinking about it. So I'm gonna try and replicate with this microphone what it sounded like, okay? Because they're going in a circle and we were standing in one place. So every time he'd get over to our corner, he'd go, 
Tell them to stop the ride. Tell them to stop the ride. Tell them to stop it. I, I hope that that sounds like what it sounded like in real life, because it would like no, it was amazing. Come in and out like I want off, I want off, I want them to turn it off, <laughs> like just in and out, and it and the ride goes on for like four minutes, so it's four minutes of him screaming like that every time. It's that he the gets Doppler to it. effect with yes. in a hopeless little child yes. scared voice. And if if he was not a hundred percent safe, I think we would have done something. But like he's safe. He's, you know, whatever. So we're, we're laughing. Yeah, you can't stop the whole rut. Yeah. yeah. We're laughing so hard. So um, he gets off and of course we're still cracking up and I go up to him and I was like, so how was it? Kind of just sarcastic. And he goes, meh, he was okay. <laughs> okay. So you showed me. Or not, you all, You posted online all of the pictures of his face, and I thought he was just yes. being goofy. No, no, he was literally miserable. Like, she has, yes. like, picture after picture after picture of Harrison yes. on all of these rides that he must have kept going on, and he's just, like, <laughs> scared out of his mind. I thought he was just making, like, joking faces. No. You know, but he's literally a scared face. Terrible. And because I'm a parent, terrible parent, I spent the whole time taking pictures of it instead of being like, you're okay. No, no, no. A terrible parent would have just let him go on the, would have forced him to go on yeah, the rides for the pictures. You let him make up his mind and then yeah. laughed about it. I mean, what are you supposed to do? You're not, you're not allowed to laugh yep. at this. <laughs> so I, I would not be able to not laugh. I don't oh, know many people. We, Nick and I were <laughs> laughing so hard. So that was, so he did not go, or no, he did go on the swings again. He did that one again. He loves all of like the smaller, like the carousel and the merry-go-round. And Aww, he wrote, or yeah. the elephant, which is a knockoff of Dumbo, like at Disney's Dumbo ride, but they called it. Yeah. Bumbo with a B, but they're all still elephants. He loved that. I bet he rode that eight <laughs> times, you know, so he definitely gets Aww, his, yeah. he gets it. He spent the time doing all the things he loved. The kitty coaster was a big no-no. He he did it once and it was, he screamed the hardest on that one. <laughs> I thought he was going to cry at one point. And of course we laughed the whole time. So um, he was just, he was really not into it. It was, it was pretty rough yeah. for him. Um, Ava. I feel like roller coaster, like stories like this are so like, are such family classics. Cause yeah. there's definitely some in our family where oh, yeah. I had my dad stand in the longest line <laughs> to get up to the roller coaster <laughs> And it was at Bush Gardens. I don't even know where that is, but I remember the name. Um, That's in Florida, I think. Because it's in like Orlando. I had decided, yeah, we were like, my cousin was in the Navy and we're like, he like was back. Okay. Something. I was young. Yeah. And I had been like getting it getting brave enough to go on a real roller coaster. And I had finally made up my mind at the end of the day. And so we stood in this really, really long line. And then I got to the top and I was like, I can't do it. I can't do it. And then my dad had to carry me down like all of those stairs. Oh, no. Like, all the way down. I was like five or six. So I wasn't like, you know. Oh, no. <laughs> I was heavy. Yeah. So Now, and we kind of laughed about this because like because of the medication on I'm on, if I stand up too quickly, I get really lightheaded and feel like I'm going to throw up. So like there's... There's zero riding rides for me at this point in my life. Like, I can barely stand up from a chair without getting a little bit dizzy. So, um, so like, there's no rides in my near future, which I'm totally fine with. It was a ton of fun. We had a we had a really good time. Yeah. So that's my um, that's my yes. That's one of the things on our 70 to 80 list summer experiences that we were trying to get to. (laughs) 
All right. What are you talking about today? <laughs> okay. So today I want to talk about something that I came across on Instagram. Um, it's from at Mary Van Geffen, I'm guessing is the pronunciation. That's M-A-R-Y-V-A-N-G-E-F-F-E-N, if you want to follow her. There's a lot of things uh, I like about her page, but some things I don't really uh, agree with. But I mean, um, this was something that kind of blew my mind. And at first... I was reading it and I was like kind of rolling my eyes, like one of those, mm. like this is too mm, fluffy and blah. I sent this one to you. Actually. And it's so funny because it, when I first started reading it, I was I did the exact same thing. I was like, yes. oh, this is yes. too. I can't like because there is a certain I was level. Too, I was like, ah, this is so counterintuitive yes. to everything. And I was like mad at it at first. And then I kept reading and then I tried yes. it and then I'm like, this is kind of brilliant. Yeah. So it's the idea that when correcting your child, like they're doing something they shouldn't be doing, acting in a way they shouldn't be acting, you first start by saying who they are at their best. And this is where I rolled my eyes because I'm like, <laughs> when she said it in different words that were even like fluffier, um, mm. I forget the exact term. And I'm just like, okay, so she's like hitting her brother and I'm just supposed to tell her that she's really awesome and kind. Yes. <laughs> no, that doesn't sounds like a terrible idea. Yes. Why would I do that? Like that's just in, you know reinforcing bad behavior. But no, it goes like this. And here's the example. So I'll let everyone kind of like absorb it kind of like I did and then I'll show you how I used it and how it was really kind of beautiful and amazing yeah. for my daughter. And I think and I'll explain why I ended up liking it. So these are the examples she gave on her Instagram account. It says, um, you are, uh, quote, you are a kind big sister. You must be very upset to have hurt your sister. We do not hit. Come tell me what you're, what upset you. Um, you. This is another one. You are honest and truthful. We do not lie. Come tell me um, the truth of what happened so I can help. Um, you are creative and active. The screens are for after lunch and during quiet time. Okay. Let that soak in a little bit because it's still like it just feels like like I just had a feeling in my chest like and then I just thought further about it. Yeah. And so this is how I used it with help Evie. And so she was like she didn't want to clean up a huge mess she had made. And I was like, well, when we make a mess, we have to clean it up. And, and I was like, Evie, you are a big helper and I need you to be a big helper now. Oh. And <gasps> yes. Right. That is such a great and example of that. It, it works so well because you know why? She's like, no, I'm not. No, I'm not. And then I gave her examples of all the time she's a big helper because she is. She loves so to help. I was like, yesterday smart. you helped you helped me. You held the dustpan while I sweeped. Yesterday you helped wipe off the counter. Remember? You were a huge big helper. You are a big helper. That's And then she cleaned it up. Amazing. It was beautiful. Oh, my goodness. It was so cool because... This is why I love it. That's her inner voice. Yeah. Her yeah. inner voice is, okay, I made a mistake by making a, uh, a mess, but I am a helper, so I'm going to clean it up because yeah. I'm a good person. So it's like it takes the shame out of it. Mm -hmm. Like it's one way, another way to take shame out, but still hold her accountable. She did make a mess. Yeah. But she's still a big helper. Yeah. I love it so much. Isn't it? Used right? in that way, I love it so much. Yes. I so can I tell you why? I had to really think yes. about it. Yes, please. Okay. So I really do. I, I do agree with this method. Yeah. But when I first started reading it, what made me, this is something mm -hmm. that bothers me 
every so often with like some of the newer parenting techniques that are coming out. Yes. Is that we're forgetting to hold our children responsible for their actions sometimes. Yes. And so at first it was like, I don't want. Or it sounds like it. Yes. Well, and this is not doing that. Like I need my kid to know. um, And I think maybe because this is kind of a stage we're in where it's kind of like, why did you do this? And a lot of times the response is, it's someone else's fault why it happened. And I, I understand that you might have a reaction to something, but you are still making a choice, you know? And so, yes. like, you know what I mean? Yes. I, <laughs> I think I'm done with my thought. <laughs> Just that, like, oh, okay. I want I want my kids to be able to be responsible. Or I, sometimes we need to yes. hold responsibility for our actions. And, um, and I think there's a fine line that's often blurred in this and the new understanding of positive parenting. Yes. Where it, there's a fine line between shame and accountability. And Brene Brown talks about this yes. too, um, which is where I'm drawing it from. And you can hold someone accountable without shaming them. So mm-hmm. it's like finding a way to do that. Yes. And that's what's important for our kids is like separating the two. And sometimes I think now we're going the other way where there's not even accountability involved. Yeah. And that's still a very important factor for um, a mentally healthy and compassionate human being mm-hmm. absolutely and so I feel like this still does that once I like got it into a way that worked for us yes and I feel like it's building up because I think Evie one of the issues is she's very shame prone and I think a, um, it's a development thing for toddlers is um this is um what uh her behavioral therapist said mm-hmm. is uh when they when you tell them they did something bad they hear I am bad when you tell them, you know, they are, oh. that was naughty, they hear, I am naughty. Yes. And so they take it and they totally ingrain it. And I think Evie's even more sensitive to doing that to herself. Like she really takes it to heart and is like, I am a bad girl or something. And we don't ever say, we don't even use bad and naughty, you know. Or, you know, I try to speak specifically about her actions and how we can do better next time. So this is a way to build up her inner voice while still holding her accountable. And I feel like that's really meant a lot to her. Yes. So as we wrap up today's episode, we want to hear from you no matter um, what kind of parent you are, or if you are not even a parent at all, no matter what, we want to hear from you. So email us at lumpymotherpodcast at gmail.com. And um, tell us uh, how did did you did you go to the fair this year and how did it go for you? Did you also have to make a small investment in order for your family to avoid the fair? <laughs> um, an unexpected. Yes. Yes. An unexpected investment. small investment was not that I'm bitter yeah. about this. It was a great experience. Um, That's a lot of money. Yeah. It was a lot of money. Uh, so there's that. Um, do you use kind of like how do you use your words in discouraging moments with your kids? We want to hear about all of it yeah then maybe if you send us an email we'll read it in our next episode if you like what you heard today there are some super important things you can do to help others find us make sure you hit that subscribe or follow button i think they changed it to follow now on um, apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcast rate and review us that is huge yes it is and really means the world to us we love reading those and share us with someone else you think might enjoy our show or might gain something um, by listening to our topics yeah and definitely don't forget to follow us on instagram and facebook at lumpy mother podcast and then on twitter at lumpy mother pod one that's the number one Yes, and make sure to join us next week to see what motherhood has in store for our lives and yours. Bye. Dada didn't cuddle with me. Dada didn't cuddle with you.